Today's family is deluged with a constant flow of digital information and entertainment options by way of music, TV, movies, and video games, not to mention a myriad of social media options through the internet. And this uh, glut is rather overwhelming the American parents' ability to monitor all that comes in and near their homes. Now, the good news is that there are tools available to help parents keep tabs on some of these influences. So stay tuned. Today, we'd like to equip you with what it takes to retain your licensed parent. Well, hello once again, and welcome to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy, a year-long Christ-centered residential program for teens in crisis. Now, one of the things that we do for troubled teens is to help them get unplugged from electronics and from the culture so that they can find the quiet in life, so that they can learn to hear God's voice. And then once they've done that, we teach them how to reconnect with the culture in a way that helps them to influence their culture for Christ. Now, Trace, these kids that we have here at Shepherd's Hill have working for them the fact that we've got a whole staff helping them to do this. But for those kids not enrolled at Shepherd's Hill, their parents are fighting a daily battle to to try to keep up with all the entertainment and the information that's coming at them from all sides, especially in light of all the ways that it can be delivered. No, you're right, Rich. It's not easy for them. And it's not just affecting our kids. It's affecting parents and adults in general as well. You know, when 50% of born-again evangelicals, and some people say 60%, and I say evangelicals, evangelical pastors, when they claim to be struggling with internet pornography, what do you think is happening to the digital natives that we call our kids? Mm. You know, I just thank God that there are people and organizations that are, that are helping us stay ahead of the curve on some of this stuff, like yep. the good folks at PluggedIn.com and, and Focus on the Family. Well, and that's why we are talking to them today. Our guest today is, in fact, the director of Plugged In. He's been with Focus on the Family for over 20 years now, and he's also the voice of Plugged In's weekly movie review radio feature that's heard on hundreds of U.S. radio stations. And his name, if I don't trip over it, is Bob Walaszewski. And Bob, we are delighted to have you with us today on Licensed to Parent. Well, Rich and Trace, it's great to be on the show, and I want to say you nailed the last name. So, which is <laughs> hours which is a lot of practice than most people do. <laughs> yeah, hours of practice. Well, Bob, it's a pleasure to have you uh, on board today. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, PluggedIn.com. Uh, what's your mission over there? Our mission at a core, it, it, it's review based, but it's bigger than that. It's because we so strongly believe that the body of Christ is inundated with entertainment that we often don't navigate this area very well. You guys have already alluded to that. And we're trying to inspire, equip, encourage families to navigate this in a Christ-honoring manner. So Mm. with our reviews to help them along, we hope the bigger issue, that they would honor the Lord with their entertainment choices, becomes just part of who they are and part of their very nature. Well, you certainly feel the need. There's no doubt about that. Uh, How can parents best take advantage of PluggedIn.com? Well, let's just say uh, their junior comes walking in on a Friday night. He's uh, 15 years old or whatever and says, hey, Billy and I want to head to the movies uh, tonight. Uh, what what a family's done for decades now um, when they think they're good parents. They go, what's the movie rated? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's PG-13. Well, gee, you're 15 and you're and Billy's 15. So, you know, I guess uh, what else can I say? But 
Yes. And uh, and so Junior and Billy head to the movie theaters and the parents think they've done a pretty good mm. job because they've made sure it was a PG-13 and not an R. In fact, Dad adds a little, uh, now you be home by 1030 for sure. Oh, yes, Dad, I'll be home. By, okay. So and Dad pats himself on the back because he thinks, boy, I did a great job parenting because I made sure he's going to be home. But the bigger issue was what are what? are the messages that are going to be preached into you because all films preach right. what are the messages that are going to be preached into you in that film uh, and knowing how influential films are um, dad didn't even ask and try to do the homework to find out what those messages are so that he could make a more uh, Christ honoring decision mm-hmm. and help his kids these are parents that will take bullets for their kids sure. you know I mean they'll, the, if, if a gunman came in and, and pointed and said I'm taking you out and dad would step in and say no take me out but when it comes to media for some reason it's like they wouldn't take a bullet for their kids they'd just let their kids go to whatever yeah, a PG-13 yeah. you know let them listen to play video games watch whatever on television and uh, and we're here at focus to say you know what the obvious is no there's some standards there's some boundaries let's mm-hmm. find them and let's honor the lord tremendous tool i'm absolutely tremendous tool it's, just, it's been a staple in our home for years uh but, but what sets you apart from say uh, a movieguide.org or media talk 101 uh or is there much of a so, difference some of the others doing well, the same uh, thing I will first off answer the question more on the secular side, and then I'll get in more into the Christian side. On the secular side, of course, most film reviewers, and by the way, if you have a movie ticket in a a Facebook site, you can be your own uh, movie critics. There are literally thousands now have called mm-hmm. yeah. themselves because they bought a ticket right. uh, but but 98 percent of film reviewers that are out there review film by talking about the plot and the dialogue and the actors and the special effects and how big the budget is and whether they felt the the budget you know showed up on screen and i'm not saying that those issues aren't important um but for us in the plugged in department and here's what separates us from secular film critics they are majorly uh less important Mm -hmm. than the messages of the film now when it comes to um movie guide and media 101 movie guide is is a strictly a film review uh group Mm -hmm. uh dr ted bear uh, does a great job Mm -hmm. um but as i said earlier we also do video games and music and uh, television shows his organization has chosen not to i think we're a little bit more um comprehensive in the media world Mm -hmm. um so uh media 101 um as i understand it doesn't do any reviews but they do more practical uh content behind the scenes going to different churches and organizations helping parents by speaking uh, and helping encourage sure, them yeah. to honor the Lord, which, which is what we're doing on the radio today. Sure. And, and I wanted to ask you about that because, you know, I, I, I could make up a rumor right now that Focus is about to hire 8,000 more people to start reviewing everything that comes out on a daily basis on YouTube. I mean, there's so much out here, but plugged in, if I'm understanding it right, you all are also trying to educate people in the art of discernment. Yeah. It, if we could keep up with everything, 
um, it, we probably wouldn't have to challenge people as much to be discerning. But because we know we can't keep up with everything, right. um, and it, and because it's also a bigger issue, it's a life principle. Um, we use the reviews as kind of a bait and hook. I'll be very honest. We 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 throw the line out with a hook and says, here's here's a film review of you know fill in the blank, Edge of Tomorrow, The Fault in Our Stars, Maleficent, um, How to Train Your Dragon Two, um, because we know that families of faith want to know. But our reviews aren't really about the reviews. They're really about. Uh, that first bite, that first bite into the hook here, because we want to take you on a on a positive journey. We want you to honor the Lord with your entertainment mm-hmm. choices, and maybe if you'll read a review and trust us w- as we walk this journey together over a few years, you will find out you're a whole lot more discerning than you used to be. Yeah, yeah. Bob, with with all the movies that that, are, that Hollywood pumps out, how do you actually determine which movies get reviewed? Well, we review every single wide release film, every, that's R-rated and below. Um, And then where we, you know, flip a coin sometimes and try to test the waters is when we're talking limited release. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, a film like Bell that was recently released, uh, set in the 1780s, based on a true story, actually a film that we gave a four and a half to, um, even though there weren't a whole lot of theaters carrying it across the country, after we saw it and saw how positive it was, Mm -hmm. it was one that we said, okay, let's add to our list. How does your staff keep from getting polluted? I I guess they're just so prayed up and and got the armor on. I mean, I would think that the SETI diet of some of this stuff could actually start uh, affecting them from the spiritual perspective. That's a great question. Um, I heard a while back at kind of a dinner party that we were at, um, somebody asked my wife that question about me, and, uh, and I heard her answer. So I'll give it the way she said it. And she said, my husband since the mid 80s has been praying an hour a day and uh, I think it has a lot to do with his own personal prayer life. Mm. And uh, and it has something that I made a commitment to is, is personal prayer. Um, there are a few days here and there since the mid 80s that I miss primarily when I travel and it's it's a travel related thing. Um, but I do get up and, mm-hmm. and it's not patting myself on the back, but I think part of it. But there's a there's a bigger part of it, too. If you in Ezekiel, the eighth chapter, God tells Ezekiel to go see the debase and vile things that are happening in the temple. And four times in the eighth chapter of Ezekiel, God says something like, Ezekiel, you think that was bad. Now I want you to go see this. Mm-hmm. And, and it gets even worse. Now, I know we're supposed to see whatever's good, whatever's lovely, whatever's good report. Mm-hmm. But there have been times when God himself has called people to see the debase and vile. And I think Plugged In has a special call, mm-hmm. not because we're special in any but it's just a calling that we have to see the debase and vile and tell people, hey, folks, this is out there. Uh, honor the Lord. And I think there's a hedge of protection that comes with that to some degree. Yeah. You know what? Uh, you didn't surprise me at all when you told me about your prayer life, because I don't know how you can do that without it. And I think you have answered that call. And I think you guys have done a just a bang mm-hmm. up job. And I want to thank you for that. Uh, if the Hollywood family-friendly films make more money than, than the R-rated stuff, then why, why do they keep making R-rated stuff? Well, part of it is that uh, directors like to be honored in Hollywood mm-hmm. uh, with the Oscars and other annual award shows that come out. 
And there's there's a rumor, if you will, in Hollywood that says the highest form of art has to be edgy. Um, and edgy yeah. typically for Hollywood means, you know, some nudity and definitely a lot of language and, and on and on the list goes. Uh, and so we can't respect you if you were to do a film that was a PG. We would respect you if you would do an R-rated film. Okay. So part of it is their own egos are involved. But secondly, I think there are times where uh, because some R-rated films on rare occasions do well at the box office, Hangover, Bridesmaids, Ted, um, that it, directors that do an R-rated are just hoping that they have the next, you know, Hangover type. And mm-hmm. so there's there's two reasons: artsy and hoping that they uh, cash in with the with the few that really do make it. But you are absolutely right. If you take every film out for an annual basis and look at the top films and which films rise to the top, out of the top 10 list every year, you may have one R-rated film, um, but nine out of 10 times, year after year after year after year, with with maybe one exception in the last decade, you're going to have all PG-13 and lower films, which isn't yeah. to say they're all good and family-friendly, mm-hmm. but it is to say if you're a director and you're going to make a film and you want to make money, and don't they all want to make money, right. wouldn't you want to make a wide appeal, uh, uh, cast a net for wide appeal? Yep. And to do that, you have to go PG-13 and lower. I don't know mm-hmm. why they couldn't do both, but uh, you know, of course there's a lot of people in the rumor mill uh, also saying that there's an agenda in Hollywood, that there's uh, maybe even foreign uh, people from uh, rogue nations that are that are trying to conquer us from within. Uh, how do you respond to something like that? I think it's more simple than that. I think the fact is that sinful and fallen men, when they get in a creative process, often re- rely on their sinful and fallen ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when they glamorize pot smoking, which is very common, for instance, now in film, it's because we are in a society that has gone from just say no, Nancy Reagan years of the 80s to say yes anytime you can. Yeah. And uh, and so when these writers are writing, they're thinking, okay, I need a scene. Okay, I'm going to have a pot smoking scene. Wouldn't that be funny? And, it's kind of like our politicians. And, uh, it's uh, indicative of our citizenry. And then there's a vicious cycle that takes place after that. Uh, th- well said. <laughs> uh, if we were in a movie right now, uh, I would tell you we have to take an intermission. Normally, we would call it a break, but in the meantime, we we do Can need. Can I to, get popcorn? <laughs> you may. Yeah, the concession stand will be closing, so now would be the time to do so. <laughs> and raisinettes. There you go. The program is licensed to parent. Our guest today is uh, the gentleman who heads up plugged in for Focus on the Family. Uh, his name is Bob Walaszewski, and uh, he will be back. We will be back, and the film. We'll return right after this. Teen rebellion, depression, addiction, rage, cutting, and suicide are destroying our families today. But there is a way out. Shepherd's Hill Academy offers a 12-month Christ-centered nonprofit residential program where kids are being transformed with a biblical worldview and often medication-free. Christian apologist Ravi Zacharias is just one of many Christian leaders who understands what's happening at Shepherd's Hill Academy. It really is such an honor to come alongside Shepherd's Hill Ministries and licensed to parent to rescue those who have been seduced along the way. Uh, I cannot gainsay how important this is and to get behind a ministry like this, one will find the rewards. 
to be extremely powerful in changing society. Get the help you need at Shepherd's Hill Academy. Go to helpmytroubledteen.org, helpmytroubledteen.org. It's difficult to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're face-to-face with a teenager who argues with you at every turn. Maybe you and your teen can't talk to one another about anything without it getting complicated. For nearly two decades, Shepherd's Hill Academy has been bringing healing to teens and families from around the world. Up until now, that help has come through its residential treatment facility in North Georgia. But now, your family can benefit from that experience at home through Shepherd's Hill Family Coaching, designed to help you discern God's will for your family, build good communication skills, deal with defiant children, and more. Our family coaching team will work with you by phone, in your home, at work, even while you're on the road, to help your family develop a game plan to succeed. Sign up for Shepherd's Hill Family Coaching today by visiting LicensedToParent.org. Live the family life your family was designed for. Click on the Family Coaching banner at LicensedToParent.org. Welcome back to Licensed to Parent, and today we are talking films, we're talking television, video games, and music, and what parents can do to arm themselves to be the best discerning leaders that their kids have in making the right choices uh, when it comes to media and entertainment. Our guest today is a gentleman who heads up Plugged In for Focus on the Family, uh, Bob Walaszewski, and uh, Bob has been regaling us with tales of how they actually uh, sit through all of the trash that is out there these days, uh, without succumbing to some of the uh, some of the negative influences. Of course, there's a lot of good stuff too. But Bob, I'm curious about and this is something that I think a lot of parents deal with. There's, let's say, violence. For example, there's good violence and there's bad violence. You can have a Freddy Krueger slasher type movie. And, and we may say, oh, that's all gratuitous violence. But then you may have a movie that has violence in it, but has a lot of redeeming values. Like, for example, Saving Private Ryan. How do you handle reviewing a film like that? Well, I'm just going to remind our listeners that um, Plugged In rarely tells uh, people to go or not go when it comes to films. So we just kind of just spit it out there, spell it out there, and let people make that own de- their own decision. So yeah, Family A on one side of the street reads our review and they go, oh wow, so glad Focus on the Family warned us about that, honey. We're not going to that film. Family B reads the same review and goes, oh, if that's all there's in it, wow, honey, load the minivan. We are going tonight and uh, get the popcorn ready, you know. Um, and, and we're okay with that. When it comes to the whole violent issue, um, you take something like The Passion of the Christ, for instance. Yeah, that's a good example. Um, it's, it's an incredibly violent movie, but it's almost as if a video camera had been invented 2,000 years ago. We didn't mm-hmm. know it, but someone b- made it, they filmed it, we found it, and, uh, and we're back in the theater, or now, of course, on DVD for many years, been out a decade, and we're watching actual scenes of the gruesomeness of our Savior's whipping torture, crucifixion, and uh, incredibly violent. But when you think about that film, you think um, this is a film that was made by Mel Gibson to encourage us to consider 
the claims of Jesus Christ and what he went through. Yeah. That's a whole lot different than, as you say, a Saw film or a Freddy Krueger film, one that wants to glamorize, that wants to be, well, they also call these torture porn films. Gratuitous sex to, and violence. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's a whole lot different. So to end all wars, um, Saving Private Ryan, um, these are films as well where the violence was uh, intended uh, for a very different purpose. For it was an entertainment value. You're actually inter- yeah. being entertained by, you're, and you're looking for more of it. Whereas uh, a Saving Private Ryan uh, or a movie like Glory uh, or the Mel Gibson film, The Passion of the Christ, yeah. you see that and you're like, I don't want any more of that. I don't want anything to do with that situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it, A it, huge, huge difference. Now, yeah. I'm not to say that everything that's in the R-rated film genre that encourages and expires, like 12 years of slave um which had some incredible i mean overall this was a film that was trying to show us that when slavery existed it was a whole lot worse than you could ever imagine that said i don't give it a pass per se with the violence and there were a lot a lot of nudity because as they're selling these slaves you've got that as well but again our job is to spell it out, say what's in the film, and I know some people saw and said, wow, I want to go see 12 Years a Slave um, because I can see that this sounds like an encouraging movie where some said, eh, I don't think so. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my thing, and this is what I would encourage parents, if you train your kids to at least ask this question, what would Jesus do? And I want to honor Christ with my entertainment choices. Mm-hmm. It's a gray area in many films, in many video games and whatever. You're, it's going to be hard to f- always nail it exactly what Jesus would do. But if you're asking the question, if you're before you consume, it's going to go a long, lot further than just the average Christian who just says, huh, Look, it made eighty-five million at the box office yeah. last weekend. I'm, of course, I'm going to go. How could I not go to a film that's so popular? Mm-hmm. Wrong way to choose <laughs> right. entertainment. Right. Our guest today is Bob Walaszewski. Uh, we're talking about PluggedIn.com, uh, a website that reviews films and videos and music and television and whatnot. Uh, Bob, this I think that we're just talking about now leads into another maybe delicate question for you and that is when you're reviewing these films you are giving some examples on the website let's say there's a lot of really filthy language uh you know i'm I'm sorry but plugged in does list not the entire words but you get a pretty good idea of some of the language that's being used in here would you say therefore that plugged in really should be a site that is an adults only site that really the parents should look at but the kids shouldn't or how would you address that type of, of challenge? We have a color-coded system at the top of each review where we have uh, adults, teens, and children. And we go with the gr- stoplight colors. So green would be a go, and, and, uh, and yellow would be a caution, and red would be a no-go. There are some reviews, and there are many reviews actually on our website, where they are friendly for the whole family because it's green, green, green. Right. And so let your kids read it, um, no matter what the age, it's just, it's, it's, and those are usually animated type films or, um, but not always, they can be the dolphin tales. Um, but as you move up and you find the reds, you're going to see some that are going to go, for instance, uh, uh, red for kids, yellow for teens, and green for, for adults. Um, at that point in time, 
uh, take, you definitely would not want your kids even probably to read that material. That would be something that you'd want to be the filter in your home and read it. And if your kids were curious because it's come up in class about this movie, then you could probably you just give them the 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 off the top of your head version after reading it and say, right. well, here's here's what the film is about. So, But you're absolutely right. There is material on our site um, that because of, you know, The Wolf of Wall Street, for instance, comes to mind. I can't tell you how much we throttled back and didn't include in our review. Um, but still, the review is very... Um, perverse if you will i want to use that because the film is so incredibly perverse but we live in a culture where you can't just say oh the wolf of wall street it's rated r so avoid it um because as we've already talked about there's a big difference between r-rated the passion of the christ and the wolf of wall street and the body of christ knows that and that's why they come to us they want to know which am i getting what am i getting here uh right shifting gears just a little bit to video games at shepherd's hill academy we've noticed that uh, over the past uh, uh several years that empathy and particularly the last few years uh, particularly in boys, is almost non-existent anymore, while narcissism is, a, is at an all-time high. W- what role does our kids' overexposure to uh, uh, media, particular video games, smartphones, have to do with this, if anything? Well, in 2000, so we're already talking 14 years ago, the APA, American Psychological Association, the American Medical Association, issued a joint statement that was supposedly supposed to end the argument once and for all. But they basically said, because we have studied so many studies, we are now saying definitively that violence in the media produces, at the very least, more aggressive attitudes among Mm -hmm. teens. It doesn't always produce a more violent teen, but aggressive attitudes. So Mm -hmm. the the debate is now over. Of course, the debate isn't really over. We're still talking about that 14 years later. But I'm sure at Shepherds Hill Academy, what you're seeing is a result of what in 2000, the APA and the American Medical Association tried to tell the rest of us, mm-hmm. which is, you know, kids that play a lot of violent video games, at, at the very least, are going to be less empathetic and more aggressive in the way they handle uh, situations in life. And they're teachers. They're super Absolutely. teachers. Absolutely. And we are certainly seeing this. Uh, and there's a one-to-one correlation. We know that, uh, what the kids' backgrounds are. Yeah. And I, I think uh, that Christians of all people ought to take the lead in this area. And when when people start seeing uh, the results that we get with our kids as a result of taking the lead in this area, they might uh, stand up and take notice as to what's going on. That's just my take. Yeah. Well, I think that's good. That's a good point because if we can if we can prove that kids that that uh, are being more discerning and uh, and or watching less and playing less are actually thriving, um, in those studies come out over and over over again, and They're we there. realize that's the norm. Right. That will change American culture. Yeah, no doubt about it. Bob, we have burned up the time that we have. Uh, and it's gone by. It's been it, fun. It has. But thank you so much for being with us today. If folks want to find out more about your reviews, and again, this is not only uh, videos and movies, but also television, also music, uh, also video games. 
Uh, just go to PluggedIn.com. Is that the best route? PluggedIn.com is is a great source, but I also want to re- put a little plug in for our smartphone apps so you can have those reviews, all those reviews in the palm of your hand. Awesome. So if you're standing in line and didn't exactly. even realize you were standing in line, you can look and see what, what's going on. Great. <laughs> you're at Redbox. You can go, okay, the one I Excellent. wanted to rent is sold out, but here, let's check my iPhone. Yep. Very good. Very good. Again, Bob Walaszewski, our guest, he's the director of Plug. Plugged In from Focus on the Family, also the voice of uh, Plugged In Movie Review, a radio feature heard each week on many stations across the U.S. And again, you can uh, find out what they're doing online at PluggedIn.com or from the Google Play Store or the iTunes App Store. You can find out more about their apps. And this is Licensed to Parent. The radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy, a year-long Christ-centered residential program helping teens in crisis. To learn more about Shepherds Hill, please go to LicensedToParent.org and click on the Shepherds Hill Academy link. By the way, if you need additional help in parenting, let me also recommend our Shepherds Hill Family Coaching Program that provides you with one-on-one help with the issues that might be challenging your family. Again, you can learn more. You can also listen to past programs, check out our blog, and get connected online at our website, LicensedToParent.org. For Trace Embry, I'm Rich Rosel, hoping you'll be back with us again next time to once again renew your License to Parent. And remember, folks, if you don't train your children, somebody else will. God bless you. See you next time.